My racist sister-in-law said something that I could never forgive. But I have a plan to get her fired and destroy her life. Am I the a-hole? You know what, Sam? Uh, I think this is a story that I'm I'm excited to see this one. I'm I, glad I, you're excited. I love a life going into flames. That he does. For just causes. That's why John always watches houses burning down. Oh, I, I literally Grabs just... popcorn. I just turn it on. Who, who needs channels? Who needs YouTube? I need burning houses. Yeah. I, John is the happiest guy when you give him a, a matchbook and a log cabin. That's it. He's That's like, all I need. Please, please let me let me get one of the many joys that I can have. Or actually, let me get one of the few joys I can have out of life mm -hmm. and just, you know, be a pyromaniac. I don't need that's all I want. That's, that's, all, I want. that's all I want. He wants he wants to be a reverse fireman. Let's which sounds like a sex position, no, but it's no. John's call. Wow, it really does. Reverse fireman. Wow, maybe we should invent that. Reverse fireman. Put in the comments what you think that is. Describe ah. describe the reverse fireman in the comments. I love that. I've been married to my wife for about 10 years, and we're a mixed race couple. I'm Asian and she's cock Asian. <laughs> Emphasis on, on the, the cock. cock. <laughs> I got along with her family. <laughs> There's like a joke where it's like, what do you call a guy that's Asian? I don't know. Cock Asian. Because he has a cock. Uh, <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> All right. I've gone along with her family, mother-in-law, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, but I always felt like her father-in-law and other sister-in-law, Sarah, never really liked me. I'm a professional trained chef with 15 plus years of experience, and I work at a high-end Chinese restaurant, a spinoff of a popular one in Beijing in a large U.S. city. That's cool. Yeah, dude. Let me use some of those cooking skills to get to their heart. You know, there the we, oh, yeah. to the soul That's right. is through the tongue. Oh, yeah. And the reverse fireman. <laughs> <laughs> Key. My crew and I have won several awards, and I've been explicitly told I'll be the next executive chef. Let's go. This is OP's going up in, in like the a world. big international, yeah, like highfalutin restaurant. Sarah is also a professionally trained chef. What is this family? Bruh. Two professionally trained chefs on either side. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, and works at a popular upscale French restaurant in the city. She constantly brags about it and no joke compares herself out loud to Ramsey and Bourdain. Anyone who dares, dares have the audacity to compare themselves yeah. to, to, to my boy. Big Gordy and, and Anthony Bourdain, but I have I have a soft spot for for Big Gordy. Yeah, you all already the a hole. Yeah, off, and the only thing the you bat. have in common with Bourdain is that you're dead meat. <laughs> you know something about Sam? He always goes for it, ladies and gentlemen. My <laughs> man takes the leaps. He takes the leaps and reaches for the sky. Do an arrow. <laughs> oh God, rest in peace, Bourdain. Yeah, true. Right, true. <laughs> Whenever I'm at my mother-in-law and father-in-law's house and helping out in the kitchen, Sarah is always criticizing everything I do. Whether it's chopping, braising, marinating, etc., she always butts in the comments and is like, um, I think you should actually do X like this. I've been patient for my wife in sidestepping those comments saying things like, thanks, but I'll stick to the way I do it. Which there we is, go. I love this, this under the current kind of, uh, what's the word? Not, it's not backhanded compliment. It's, it's not like, backhanded compliment. It's like so the, the, sar the sarcasm. Yeah, the sarcasm. There's like a little yeah. sarcastic snarkiness going yeah. on. Yeah. Things came to a head two weeks ago when my wife, father-in-law, mother-in-law, and I were in her parents' kitchen prepping dinner for my mother-in-law's birthday. 
we were running a bit behind, so things were heated. Oh, God. Which I kind of like <laughs> because oh. it reminded me of the reverse fireman. Oh. <laughs> no, because it reminded me of work. What are you doing at work? Yeah. And that's when Sarah walked in. She took one look at what I was doing, scoffed, <laughs> and said something like, oh, wow. Okay, so that's not the right way of doing things. It hit a nerve, and I pretty sternly told her to stop criticizing my cooking and that I'm also a chef like her. She laughed and said, making Kung Pao chicken at some Chinese restaurant doesn't count. Lady! The kitchen went silent. Father-in-law snorted slash chuckled, and my mother-in-law yelled, Sarah, what the hell is wrong with you? I stopped what I was doing, swore at her, and called her a racist piece of shit. Apologized to my mother-in-law for not being able to stay, and left for home with my wife. Stand your ground, baby girl. There we go. Apparently, this caused a massive fight after we left, with my mother-in-law, brother-in-law, other sister-in-law taking my side, and father-in-law Sarah saying, it was a joke, but kind of true, and that I was being too sensitive. The extended family somehow got wind of this, and now everyone is arguing and taking sides. We love it. We're going to take sides, too. With my wife even getting texts from some of her cousins apologizing for Sarah's behavior. Despite being on my side, my wife is begging me to apologize so the fighting will stop. But I refuse because Sarah and her blatant racism. So... Am I the a-hole? There is an update. Oh. But first, I want you to tippy-tap on your keyboards and tell me, is OP the a-hole? John, quickly now, before Mm. we go into the update, Mm. is OP the a-hole? Absolutely not. OP laying down the law, which, like, shout out to you, OP. And, like, high-key, OP has just been dealing with it. Like, all the small comments It's not an isolated incident. It's not an isolated incident. And it's just, like... And this is your profession. Like, someone's, like, constantly, like, hey, if someone... I mean, people... We know roast our videos in terms of well, actually, I love when people hate me, but that's yeah, besides John, the fact. John, I'm a weirdo. Gets off, yeah, yeah. At your hate comments, gets He's my like, rocks degrade off. me. But like, literally, to someone who's like clearly dedicated themselves to the craft of like making food and yeah. just like ah, uh, you know, it, 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 I, I, it would so get under my skin and infuriate me, and then, and then add that comment on top of it, I'm going ballistic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and also, it's just like if you're being racist, you should probably be called out for it. Yes. Take it as a learning lesson. That's right. You know? This is what happens when you're education. dumb and racist. So there's an update. Oh, wow. My wife has also informed me that now Sarah may be in trouble at work and she's blaming me for it. Apparently, one of her coworkers heard her rant about what happened and reported it to management. Edit too. So it looks like one of my wife's cousins found this post and put it on Sarah's Facebook wall saying, this is you, right? Her Facebook friends are starting to comment things like, if this is you, Sarah, then I'm disappointed. Oh. I think Sarah is still at work. She might be hitting the fan soon. And now my wife is pissed too. We'll try to update, but might have to delete posts if things go nuclear. Edit three was considering removing, but I just got a voicemail from my father-in-law that my presence was only being tolerated up until this point and threatened a world of hurt if I didn't delete this post. Officially going to keep it up now. And if you're still reading this, Doug, I'm very disappointed in you. You're better than this. Whoa, talk about showing your true colors. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Wow. I love how she's like calling out by name. Fucking Doug. Get it, Doug. Yeah. And at four, my wife got a call from sister-in-law. From wife's paraphrasing, Sarah started screaming, crying at her the moment my wife picked up and said that she just got demoted because of her Asian slur husband. You're not winning any points for using some slurs, my guy. You continue to be 
dumb and racist. You can you continue. It's like maybe <sighs> stop doing the action that's getting you in all this hot water. Literally. Just for self-preservation. Literally. If not to be a good person. Yeah. Apparently, some of her coworkers have her on Facebook and showed the post to management, which combined with an earlier rant, double whammied her back to being a line cook, and now she might get fired. My wife told her to go F herself and is now solidly on my side after taking the verbal abuse from Sarah and reading some of the comments here. My wife is still the opposite of happy, though. Two, wife called mother-in-law asking her what the F was going on with father-in-law. Mother-in-law was confused, so my wife played back the voicemail I had on my phone, and apparently my mother-in-law literally just walked away from the phone without hanging up and started screaming at father-in-law. Hey, let's go. Okay. Three, Facebook post has now devolved into a cluster frick flame war with family and friends jumping in. Suffice to say, this has officially gone nuclear, but there's a little bit more. Oh my God. What more is there? So, it says is titled father-in-law, a.k.a. Doug. Apparently, my mother-in-law and father-in-law were already having trouble in their marriage, and it was only made worse with a certain 2016 presidential election. She's a Democrat, and he had apparently gone more far right since then. Seems that a line was crossed with the Kung Pao incident and his voicemail. When he refused to apologize for anything, typical Doug, she asked for a divorce, and he went berserk. She didn't feel safe, so that's when she came over. But there's even more, John. Oh, God. So this is a fall from the extended family. You may have been able to tell already, but the extended family was largely arguing, fighting, divided along political lines for a few years now, and my cousin's Facebook post was likely just the light that set off the powder keg. According to my mother-in-law, the fall has allegedly already led to some breakups, excommunication of some family members, and even an argument that ended in police involvement. And then finally, the fallout for Sarah and sister-in-law. Tell me. According to my mother-in-law, Sarah came over to her place on Friday. The writing on the wall was that she was basically forced to quit. Despite her trying to start from scratch as a line cook, the entire staff turned against her. Nothing was coming back from the dish pit for her, and she was getting the cold shoulder. She's a great chef. I will admit this is true, but they took no chances since it turns out, you not, they're partly owned by a Chinese investment company. Come on. Found this hard to believe and didn't want to add this detail, but it turned out to be true after some research. Word also got out around the local industry and Sarah is essentially blacklisted <sighs> from a high-end establishment. She's going to be only working at McDonald's as a fry cook. <laughs> That's right. She's now considering selling her home and moving to find work. As much as I don't like her and found her behavior horrifying, I didn't intend this to happen. So I've reached out to some buds in other states to see if they have any openings. Whether or not she wants to take it is up to her. And no, she has not apologized for anything. It sure as hell doesn't feel like a happy ending. Perhaps bittersweet justice, but that's all I can give you. Thank you for your support and thank you for reading. Wow. My talk about a chain reaction. Nuclear. Nuclear. It just like it was like the explosion that kept exploding. Yeah, yeah right. And you, just like you thought it was already imploding and then it just went. You thought one nuke was, was bad. Done. It set off the nuke factory. It's like in those action movies where it's like where it's like one little explosion and then another explosion and right. then another explosion and then the whole building just like goes up and flames. And they're just like uh, in yeah. slow motion. It's looking slow sick. Yeah. So whew, knowing what you know yep. is OP the a hole. Ab uh, no. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I, John, <gasps> loves racism. 
Absolutely not the a-hole. And I think this is an, I think an interesting question for everyone out there is did the sister-in-law deserve to be fired? Hmm. I would really like to see the discussion here because I think that like you could say like in the beginning, right? She made this stupid, dumb racist yeah. joke, right? And also it wasn't even just a like, oh, geez, like that was stupid. Like da, 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 da. No, she, she never apologized. It was the... It, it showed that it was the tip of the iceberg yeah. for her. Yeah. It's, right. It, it, I think if, if she made that one joke. Yeah. And then said, hey, I'm really sorry for my actions. Didn't mean to. Um, it was a dumb mistake. And I'm really sorry for it. I don't think she deserved everything she yeah, got. Exactly. But the fact that she continued to hold that racist exactly. ideology. And it seems like continue to spread it. I think she deserves I think she deserves it. I kind of think she deserves it because like she she didn't learn from it at yeah. all she kept going down and then also i think like let's going back to the original joke like there's there's kind of like uh there's like joking with like the intent of just trying to be funny and just trying to like whatever like yeah but this is insulting this this it it's was not a joke it's like a it a was a true insult, insult. Yeah. it was a true insult right so it's like it was pretty clear to me from there like all the comments before leading up to it that's was like the writing on the wall for me so like i think that and you know what and you know we, we could even say like okay let, let's say she was just thinking of a chinese dish and it was just like hey like you know you're not making good food. Let's just let's just say she the, the super benefit of the doubt, super basically. benefit of the yeah. doubt, you know, just it, it purely insulting the food. But then she goes and uses the Chinese slur and it's like, OK, you've removed all doubt and never apologize, never apologize, never once apologize. So it's like she completely didn't learn her lesson. And like, you know, I mean, hey, uh, shout out to OP for being a good person and trying to hook Get her, her up job. with opportunities. Uh, but yeah, I think like she dug, she dug, she continued. Yeah. And she grave. continued to dig that grave. Continued. Yeah. Unacceptable. Yeah. I think also something that might be interesting is like, it seems like this family is divided along political lines. I wonder yeah. if anyone has had any familial fallout because of politics or because of like racism mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um, we'd love to hear some of those stories, especially, yes. I mean, one, we got our election cycle coming up. This so is true. Let's get a whole, oh, wow. whole You're new right. world of uh, Thanksgiving conversations. Oh my goodness. But we'd love to hear like, what, what are some of those dynamics in your families yes. from, from some of the politic stuff that's been going on we would love to hear those stories uh and sam you know we get wonderful stories and comments all the time that we in do our comment section um, we do. and i want to read some right now read it this is from the video blackmailing my stepdad with his tinder uh and this is the story in the mega episode uh, where op's necklace gets stolen and calls the cops during a wedding to get it back public subscriber she wolf nubaka says uh that woman with a stolen necklace from her dead mother, she would never have gotten that necklace back. I can guarantee it. And calling the cops was the right move, especially when they told her they'd bar her from entering the wedding. And and Honey Sharice 106 says, nope, calling the police, you stole and overstepped your boundaries. Y'all, we love to hear your takes. We love to hear your we opinions. Love we love every take. So, we want to take every take. That's right. So subscribe, comment below. We just might read it. See you soon. I'm closing the biggest deal of my life, but someone's sweet ass juice might just ruin it all. And I think I found who farted away my career. You know, most of Hollywood is just talking out of your ass. So it sounds like you got a, 
Sounds like you got a job. I feel like I feel like this is it part of the job description. You know For what, what I mean? we're doing right now. Oh, exactly. Talking out of our asses. We we really are. We are just human farts. Human if farts. you think of it, at the human end of the farts. day. But hey, we keep you warm at night. You know, and everyone's got to have them. That's right. Everyone's got to witness it. That's right. Everyone does. Everyone. Wa- everyone watches it secretly. Keeps keeps you. We keep you on your toes, guys. We keep you on we your really toes, do. and we keep your nose hairs burnt. Burnt. <laughs> So I work in upper middle management at a large business and entertainment events company. And recently we got back to regular face-to-face client meetings. Over the last few weeks, we've been having some intense and lengthy meetings in our office with a potential local client, which could really take our company to the next level if it works out. Oh, big business moves. What do you think it is? What business? So it's a business and entertainment events company entertainment events so that could be what like maybe like like a golden globes like like throw the event or like I mean, it could be anything could i mean it be could anything. be like a little tiny little production company you know large business and entertainment events i guess large maybe yeah, yeah so may, maybe it's like 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 conferences like web summit yeah, 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 kind yeah. of a thing i don't know Something i don't know like I, i'm not very knowledgeable of the uh the entertainment events industry. You imbecile. You I do know. not have knowledge of the business and entertainment <laughs> events. I am sorry. I wish I did. I it, wish I was more knowledgeable. At least it's not niche industry. Yeah. niche. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck niche industry. <laughs> niche industry is every industry never mentioned in Reddit stories. So yeah. thanks for the industry in this one. Um, however, a rather awkward problem has arisen. During these meetings, which tend to last all afternoon, someone breaks wind. The flailing flatulence has struck again silently, usually more than once. The odor is frankly overwhelming, yet there is not much in the way of any clear reaction from anyone in the room. I've noticed some people very, very discreetly eye each other suspiciously, but it's quite a formal and stiff atmosphere with several very serious and no nonsense senior executives present from both sides. Hey, you know, maybe maybe this is this is an icebreaker that this 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 bunch of stiffs needed. Yeah, we we, we want to loosen hey, up, you yeah, know, yeah, just you like, know. come on. Uh, I think actually a great, you know, like in college where it's like, all right, you know, everyone say one fun fact about you. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I say have everyone in the circle try to fart. Fart contest. Fart contest. <laughs> fart contest that will definitely break the ice and for sure break wind. Oh, I love this idea. Corporate training session coming to you soon. So it appears people are just doing their best to ignore this rude interruption. During one of the windbreaking incidents, a junior member of the staff sat with her elbow on the table and put her hand over her mouth, trying to make (laughs) it look like she was just resting her head. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, no, I think she's like trying to cover the oh, oh she, yeah. you know, it's stinky like, like you know okay um, i thought she was like like trying to hide oh, her laughs i mean i i think maybe her her vocal cords are being seared to <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> she can't even laugh anymore uh, oh, I can't speak. too much more <clears throat> on another occasion i noticed one of the clients frowning and looking out of the corner of their eye but frankly, I dare not catch anyone's eye, so I always quickly avert my gaze to avoid any awkwardness or, God forbid, suspicion. Right. You don't want to think that you are the farter. It's a, it's a regular, old, regular old who 
farted it. Who done it? Who done farted? That's right. Everything at our company is business-like and relations are generally good. I know everyone reasonably well on our side, so I had to assume the culprit was from the would-be clients team. But imagine my horror when, after the clients had left our last meeting, leaving our team to continue the discussion amongst ourselves, the silent boardroom farter struck again. Again? His vengeance no fire? (laughs) Friendly farter? (laughs) His vengeance knows no bounds. I was incredulous. There were three senior male executives in the room and two junior female members of the staff who were not always present at the other meetings. So I'm fairly certain the culprit is a senior management figure at our firm. It's, you know, they've become... uh They've been become too comfortable in their job. They know they know they no, no one can take them down. Yeah, exactly. They're untouchable. You think you can defeat me? Ha! Ah, uh. I can fart in your face and never <laughs> be fired. <laughs> you fool! You dare challenge me? <laughs> My stench can conquer any foe. I am fart supreme. <laughs> My sphincter is the royal. Scepter of this company. I don't know why, but I'm imagining like all regular business people, and then uh, what's his name, Mr. Egghead from Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, the guy that's like super fat with the big orange mustache. <laughs> he just, just, he, just he gives off fart energy. He gives off this that vibe. Just for like uh, Waluigi. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, true, true. Big fart energy on that guy. I'm completely at a loss as to how to deal with this. I'm quite ambitious, and I've invested a lot of energy into making this project happen. So I can't believe that a senior company member is behaving in such a rude manner and potentially jeopardizing it by acting so unprofessionally towards other potential partners. Hey, everyone's got a fart. Yeah, we, we got to let it out. You know what gotta I mean? Let it out. The potential clients cannot have possibly failed to notice the smell. And I can only assume that they're simply being polite and professional by ignoring it. However, I'm just afraid that there are limits to anyone's tolerance and that sooner rather than later, they will decide one way or another to end their interest in working with us. Can I mean, you that- imagine that oh. someone's like, hey, you know, the deal Looks really, really good. We're going to make a ton of money. But damn, the smell in the conference room. Dude. Nah. That, and this sounds like, I feel like it's like like a multi-hundred thousand dollar deal. Like yeah, that sounds big. This is like senior, like sounds like up to 20 like senior, junior, middle people yeah. in a boardroom all day long working on this. This yeah. is a big deal. This was just such a strange problem. How on earth can I voice my concerns to my superiors? Now, Sam, there is a there is an update, but... Everyone, I'm curious, what would you do if you had a, 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 a frequent flatulator? How would you approach this to save the deal? What I mean, I, I really don't think the deal is at risk. Sam, it's a, <laughs> it's a frequent flatulator. We can't have this in our company. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I you just let it be. Uh, you know, it is unprofessional. What about hitting the slack and just being like, hey, everyone, like, I hate to, I hate to be that guy, but like, it seems like. As soon as our team is like, farting in it's there. like farting and like, it's just not a good look, right? Yeah, like what if we had like a meeting with like a big, like a big client or like a brand sponsor or something and, and, and like, someone farted and someone's just constantly shooting up a storm. I mean, yeah, you, you take I, them aside and you talk to them. I would be, I think I would be pretty pissed actually. Yeah. I'd be kind of pissed. I'm like, yo dude, 
Why aren't you taking close them seriously? Those <laughs> dude, close dude, those cheeks. Take I'm probiotics. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tape that ass. They have they have a, ass a pad. No, not a tape, but like a pad. That's basic. It's almost. I think it's like a like a charcoal something. Infused. Oh, it's like a silencer. I don't. It might also silence, but the key thing is it it traps it traps the smell uh, from. I think it's like some sort of charcoal something. Yeah. So like passes through and whatever. Yeah. So maybe to, maybe the company buys everyone a pair of those and mandatory uniform have to wear these until, underwear until until maybe it's like two options: either A, everyone wears fart pads, or B. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the flatulator has to come you know, privately anonymously go to HR and be like, Hey, this is a problem I'm having, you know, yeah. work it IBS. out, get him some probiotics, like, like maybe go to the doctor, you know, on the company card, yeah. get it figured out by the next meeting. Yeah. Hey, we're just coming up with solutions. Guys, here. We are just solving left and right. Um, but there is an update. All right, let's hear it. The issue did not go away and things turned out a whole lot differently than how I expected. So there were another four to five meetings. The farting continued. It's continued? In some meetings, it was worse than others. It did seem that those scheduled in the morning were less gassy affairs. Although by no means did attendees enjoy fresh air for the entire duration of those meetings. I think it should like we should kind of like clue it where it's like, all right, one person is taken out of the meeting and like each meeting and then see which like you got to uh, do like a B testing, you know, yeah, yeah. see which meetings are smelly. And if a meeting is not smelly for the entirety of the meeting and one person has been taken out, then you know who the farter is. You know, you know what's going on. Despite the regular bouts of nostril burning flatulence wafting throughout the room, it became clear that we were going to be working with this client on a long-term basis and the atmosphere grew a little more relaxed accordingly. I love how like it's like grew relaxed, but it's just, just the, the wording is so yeah. formal. Um, on one occasion near the end of a meeting, someone cracked a very funny joke, which provoked an outburst of communal laughter. During which it someone an outburst <laughs> of communal laughter. Yeah. We were all having a good time and we all said, ha 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 ha. ha. Good one, Johnson. That How's your was wife? hilarious. Um during Man's talking like a corporate robot. Yeah, for real. Um during which someone, presumably involuntarily, let out an audible fart. Who did it? It was short, not very loud, and if anyone noticed it, they didn't let on. However, whilst I couldn't be sure if anyone had heard it, it was certainly smelt by everyone. The eye-watering foul stench wiped the smiles off of faces and replaced the amused expressions of a few others with frowns. This seemingly brought this particular meeting to a slightly premature end as the most senior member of the team rose to his feet and said without a hint of irony, well, that's probably a good note as any to end on for the day. It was unclear if he was referring to the funny joke cracked a few minutes earlier or the fart. Indeed, he seemed a very sharp individual who probably realized it was a perfect moment for ambiguity. But I have to admit the sight of everyone's eyes darting around the room to possibly try to gauge each other's reactions to see exactly what he meant was an amusing one. But not as amusing as moments later, watching our senior management leaning over the table, exchanging farewell platitudes and shaking hands, whilst yet another stinking fart assaulted everyone's noses. So there's no one, no one's hearing these farts. They're just smelling them. 
The it seems the like majority of silent the but vast deadly. majority have been like silent, but like you always smelled yeah, silent yeah, but deadly. Yeah, yeah. It got to the point where people let their guard down a bit and became a little less strained in hiding their reactions. An electric fan mysteriously appeared in the corner of the meeting room one day, but it wasn't used for the first meeting it appeared in, probably as it was an early morning affair with limited silent but deadly emissions. During one particularly gassy afternoon episode a week later, one of the clients, a younger female, was sat with the corners of her mouth pointing downwards and using a piece of A4 paper to fan the air, trying to make it look like she was just cooling down her face. Our director saw this and asked the junior member sitting nearest the fan to switch it on, please. Seems like it's getting a little hot in here with a completely straight face. They're so buttoned up here. I know, right? Just say someone's fucking farting. Come on. Stop it. I'm the madness. On the fan went, but the speed was set to the higher speed than anticipated. And all that happened was pieces of paper, meeting notes, and a newspaper were just blown off the table and flew around the room along with the familiar pungent stench. Thankfully, this was laughed off, and I took advantage of the interruption to suggest a break as we left the office juniors to clear up the chaos. During the unplanned interval, I noticed our most senior executive had hung back to help reorganize the group. This was most out of character, but it turned out he had just wanted to get the newspaper, which was blown inside out. Mm. Seconds later, he emerged from the room and walked towards the gaggle of us who were drinking coffee and chatting in the open plane area outside the meeting room. He radiated a beaming smile as he strode right past everyone in the direction of the men's restroom with a newspaper tucked under his arm. Hmm. Seeing that he didn't return to the meeting room for a good 10 minutes after everyone else had, it didn't take Sherlock Holmes to deduce why he had been so eager to get his hands on some reading material. This brazen and unashamed approach to bathroom business quickly led me to place him in the number one position on the silent boardroom farter suspect ah, list. Here we go. He is number one suspect for the crime. That's right. I also especially noted that there were no more silent but deadly interruptions for the remainder of the meeting, which went three more hours or so. During our very last meeting, which was to seal the deal, there was an awkward culture clash. We work in a multinational office in a major Asian city. English is the working language, but between us and the client team, everyone speaks English fluently, but there is a varying mix of comprehension of our host country's language. All of our senior executives are Westerners and unable to converse in the local language. I'm not a local, but I'm fluent in the local language. During the meeting, two maintenance men wearing overalls entered the room and announced they were responding to a report of a fault in the ventilation system. Oh, so they're, they're literally going to redo the whole air ducts rather than address the farter. This is crazy. This is crazy. Corporate America. <laughs> but both the workers were not fluent in English. So I did some on the spot interpretation to which our most senior executive replied, please tell the janitors that the air conditioning and ventilation system are working fine. We have very important business to conclude today. I duly interpreted, but the workmen not at all concerned with the duties of the boardroom etiquette bluntly replied in the local vernacular. There's no ventilation problem. But it smells like shit in here. Thank you. Finally, someone calls it out. 
which basically caused half of the room who could understand to laugh and the other half to respond with smiles and looks of curiosity as to what exactly was said. Thinking on my feet, I didn't translate anything back to my side, but urged the maintenance guys to come back in a few hours because it was a really important meeting and we really had to get on with it. It was a ruse which seemed to impress a client executive who was fluent in that language and offered my side a way to continue drawing more attention to the constant bad smells than necessary. The deal ended up being signed off. It was decided both teams would go out for dinner and drinks to celebrate. Sure enough, the drinks flowed and both sides let their hair down as the night drew on. Whilst chatting with one of the clients, someone of similar level to myself and with a few drinks in me, I couldn't help but bring up the farting issue. The client replied, oh, that was our boss. We are so sorry about that. He's a great guy, but sits there in the office telling dick and fart jokes all day. He says it's an example of thinking outside of the box to make our team more relaxed and comfortable with each other. So after each meeting, we were telling him to quit passing gas. He would deny it each time, but the whole thing had just become a running joke for our team. So we rolled with it. Sorry about that. So it was wow. them the whole time. Wow. It was the clients. It was the clients. Very surprised by this revelation at the level of humor coming from such an otherwise professional and serious team. I felt it best to just laugh it off and not reveal the real source of the reek. Oh, so OP believes that it's still on their the guy. Team. That's uh. interesting. Um, but emboldened by this, days later, I ran into our senior executive's personal assistant, who was usually in the meetings, and asked her straight up if the guy had a wind problem. Oh, yeah, she replied. I'm glad that my desk is outside. He just sits and farts in his office room all day and just doesn't care. I ended up feeling like I was the one who had the problem all along. A keener sense of smell than most. Not especially amused by fart jokes and a little naive. Seniority level and attitude to public farting are not necessarily linked. Wow. Wow. OP sounds like a freaking robot. You know, OP really does, though. Yeah. Yeah. Corporate robot over here. Jesus. Let your hair down, OP. Yeah. You talk about letting your hair down is like talking about farts. Like we need to loosen up a little bit. Your mind. And your butthole. And your butthole. Let those farts loose. Um, But Sam, do you think, do you, and everyone watching, I guess the quick question, was OP maybe the a-hole for not bringing it to everyone's attention and not addressing the issue at hand? Yeah, I mean, someone shouldn't be farting so much. Yeah, it's too much. Too much, too much. I mean, especially with clients, big clients, like yeah. that's super unprofessional. Yeah. I say we get the charcoal underpant thing. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's solve the problem. Let, let's solve it at its source. That's right. Um. Yeah, I say charcoal underpants for the win. Um. To help this man break his breaking wind. I think that's a beautiful idea. Yeah, I try. But what we always love to break is the comments of our public subscribers. Oh, yes. And on the video, my parents said it's my baby. Michelle Tharp 5565 says, as someone who works with horses daily, when the owner says the horse doesn't like kids, you should absolutely listen the mom is putting those kids in serious danger especially if she's inexperienced with horses and won't tell the kids off and if she won't tell the kids off them they'd start to irritate the horse and when a kid is inevitably hurt bucked off kicked bitten or stepped on it's no one's fault but their own the owner is not the asshole and gave them plenty of warning if you're going to be a dumbass around horses you better be prepared for the consequences also, don't promise crap to people about an animal that isn't your own. TLDR, don't fuck with horses and be entitled because they'll fuck you up 
if you piss them off. Don't fuck with horses. That's right. We love the comments of our public subscribers. And if you want us to read your comment, publicly subscribe and we might read it. Love you. This shit is hard. You tried delivering a five-star podcast. Make it easier on Mama Sam. Go to OKOP's profile page, click about, then rate it five stars. Okay, okay, now push! Congratulations, Sam. You have a beautiful five-star podcast. Thank you, listener. Listener.